Um, I did uh, have a great, great morning uh, today on this beautiful Sunday. Um, last night, Celtics fucking destroyed the Miami Heat, and I loved it. Every little moment of it. Um, did it give you a little baby boater? Yeah. To talk about it, I mean, I just – there's I, – I like what I'm seeing. Um, however, we just won one game out of the series. I would love to go up, obviously, 2-2, two, two, um, you know, bring all this back down to reality. Um, but I'm happy with where we are. Um, huge gap in between game three and four. Somebody brought up that that was big for Hayward being able to have a game back and then three days off. Yeah, exactly. So we're going from Saturday to Wednesday, which is basically, that's like four days off. Um, but yeah, Gordo, um, the gamer gator coming back in, honestly not missing a beat besides like the scoring aspect. Uh, Gordon had been in the bubble, like our facilitator for a lot. He just like, you know, cooking up in the paint, dishing, uh, dishing the ball back and forth between some players. Um, I think he only had like six points, but I mean, like we'll fucking take it. He wasn't in foul trouble. He's definitely on the plus, not on the minus. Um, so yeah, um, we just got to continue to play like better defense. I hate, I said it in the snap uh, stories I was sending everyone each quarter. I just hate all the white guys that are wearing black for the Miami Heat. Tyler Hero, uh, Gorgon Dra- Dragic, uh, and fucking Duncan. Fuck, fuck you, Duncan Robinson. There's been a lot of Duncans in my life lately. Really? Duncan Robinson. And then I also, there's a comedian named Duncan Trussell. And he was yeah. on his house last week. Yeah. And him and I, I think, are very similar, despite never having interacted with each other even a little bit. You should DM him. <laughs> I should. I should be like, hey, so. Hey, what's up, Papa? Um, but yeah, yeah uh, Duncan. Duncan, like the, all, just literally all the white guys on the Miami Heat can just chuck the ball up. Like like me in my, the basketball court behind my house, like I just chuck shit up. But for them, it's like a perfect shot every single yeah. time. It's like at any moment it is throw it up and it goes in. Um, so it's well, making. They, I mean, like also it's kind of like the, it's like the those guys are like almost our age, and like yeah. think about like, Joey Torgerson. It was he was just a white dude who spent yeah. his entire, he was just like bang 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 bang. Yeah, it's so I mean they found their niche. It's just I hate it because they score points against us, the Celtics. Anyway, so I have that night. Um, my girlfriend is over at her friend's house. I pick her up. Great, great time picking her up at two in the morning. Um, yeah, we love that. It was fun. Um, wake up to just the best smell you want to wake up to. Dog poop. <laughs> Dog shit. Um, Rosie. So Rosie got spayed on Thursday. Recording this on Sunday. Rosie got spayed on Thursday. We opted not to do the whole cone thing. Um, we bought her I like. I did see a video of you wearing it though. Yes, that was I did wear it. Of course, of course. Like, <laughs> I the only reason I, I didn't on. wear one when my cat got neutered is because it didn't fit around my neck. Oh, that one barely fit. Uh, we bought three apparatuses for her, <laughs> um, and I put all three of them on. So we have initially bought her. Um, it's not like a. It's a little bit more comfy of a cone. It's like the. Uh, it's not it's not actually one of these, but it is like the airplane blow up headrest like thing. Yeah. And it straps around her. Um it's basically like a, a 
donut that and it, it does its thing it, it blocks her from like itching at her um incision that really kept falling off so then sarah also bought her this like curious george like yellow and blue onesie <laughs> that it is meant to like not have it like itch at things <clears throat> she's been rocking that forever um so the, waking up to the nice smell of dog ship um so since she's been spayed she's been on a bunch of pain meds and it's been like oh you know like she could have diarrhea she could throw up because it's just it's a lot uh, for a puppy we're like okay she doesn't throw up doesn't poop or have diarrhea rather for like the first three days after her surgery, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, blessed. Sunday morning, she decides to not only diarrhea in her crate, also <laughs> throw up. I'm assuming she she poo pooed and then she ate the poo poo. <laughs> um, they ate the poo poo and then she just threw up. And uh, I woke up to my girlfriend being like, "Yo, it smells like dog shit in here." And I'm like, "Yep, look, it's everywhere. <laughs> it's all over. It's in since her hair is so like." fine it's like imagine like you have dog shit in your hair and she's just like <sighs> i'd prefer not to <laughs> yeah so that's that's that was my morning just you know cleaning her and again we can't just like throw her in the tub and clean her up either because she's yeah. got like the 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 incision she still has like sutures that i need to dissolve in her it was a whole fucking thing she still smells like shit um <laughs> and we're just like letting her on the couch we're like fuck it whatever <laughs> Um, but we it really is like having a small child where you're just like I, at some point you're like ah what fuck called the whatever. vet called the vet and they were like yeah you know what you probably it could be the pain pills or it could be like she ate something she shouldn't have so we're like fuck and now we're giving her this like dietary cleanse so we're not gonna give her her um, kibble we are it's actually better than the fucking kibble it's boiled chicken and rice and we like pack it into a little ball and we give it to her. And then we'll, like, feed her pumpkin, like, twice a day. Because pumpkin's supposed to, like, harden up all the stools. That is just the whitest shit I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically, dogs, when... For all those out there, people listening who have dogs and your dog's shitting all over the place, just feed it white people food. <laughs> and boiled chicken and rice and pumpkin. <laughs> No, don't you even think about seasoning that shit don't no salt no pepper don't even think about putting mayo on that shit just <laughs> rice white rice and boiled chicken and pumpkin. oh god um but yeah so that's Almost how hard. my morning yeah hell yeah i uh went over to some friends for dinner last night dinner was served at approximately midnight so it was a classic dunkin dinner um, yeah, a classic Dunkin' dinner. <laughs> yeah, it was it was right around my dinner time. It was actually a little early for me. Yeah, but um, that's what the Spanish do. You know, in Spain, they don't eat until midnight. <laughs> that's an office reference. Um, and then yeah, I got I don't know I didn't do shit really, but uh, slept in today. Finally have a day off. Finally have a Sunday off, and ah. I watched about two minutes of football. I woke up, I got out of bed and all the games were in the fourth quarter and I was like, mm. yeah. and I turned on the Vikings Colts game. And so I was 25 to three and then it froze and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to shut this off. Yeah. Whatever. I don't um, care. The Viking and the Colts who's playing. Oh, okay. It's already done. The Colts won. Wow. Yeah. All the, the one o'clock think- games were like in garbage time and I was like, all right, I'm cool. Um, I put Sunday night football tonight. I think. Fuck! I'm about to lose this. So I'm in a survivor pool, like I was last year, where it's basically just you pick a team, and 
you either say that they're going to win or not. And um, last week, me and my girlfriend both picked the Colts. Bad move because they lost. And now we have just one more opportunity to win the game. I picked the Bills today, and the Dolphins just went up on the Bills by three points. It's 20 to 17. How much time left? There's 10 minutes left in the fourth. Oh, yeah, I think. But, I mean, like, yeah. Bills Uh, are low-key good. Yeah, I know, but right now they're losing to the Dolphins. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, Well, fucking welcome back to the Filmstone Podcast. We're a little bit late on this. The school year is picking up for myself, and Duncan's getting more shifts uh, at Bucks. It's not even that I'm getting more shifts. It's that I looked at the schedule this week, and then in my brain, I just created the fact that I was off on Thursday, and then lived my entire week until Wednesday as if I was off on Thursday. Yeah. It fucked up my week so much. Really? There was so... Because I was off on Tuesday... And so there were a bunch of things that I was like, oh, I could do this today, but like I'm off again on Thursday. Like I'll just do it on Thursday. Grocery shopping, like just random things that I needed. And I didn't get to do any of them. Oh, yeah. And it's so just, you're just like, like what I do I no do? food. I was living off of Starbucks food. And like it just I was just like, Those all right, are whatever. The little egg bites. <laughs> yeah, I just punted on this week completely. Yeah. I was just like, all right, we'll we'll try again next week. <laughs> yeah. That's like, uh, I'm trying to think what that's like. Um, like you're, you wake up and your dog shit in her crate. Oh, that's what yeah. that's like. It's, it's yeah. like a similar, yeah, yeah. This throws me right off the day. Yeah. Um, and it's also like I found out I was working on Thursday midway through my shift on Wednesday. So then it like wasn't even like I had a day off to like kind of be like, okay. You're like, oh shit, I'm going to be back here in like less like, than 12 God hours. fucking damn it. Yeah. yeah. So. So Bruce um, McGoots, but either way, we'll be better with scheduling, maybe, but probably not. Yeah, um, well, we've been pretty we, good so far. We're on yeah. this is episode twenty-five, baby. Really? This is episode twenty-five. Wow. Um, we can uh, rent a car. <laughs> I'm actually knock on this episode twenty-five. This lines up perfectly. I'm about to turn twenty-five in what? three days. What? Yeah, I'm about to my birthday in three days. Happy early birthday, Bubby. Thanks. I know I'm gonna get like a long like FaceTime from you yeah. um kind of plays in my favor so going back to um my school year yes. my school year wednesday yeah. yeah um going back turning coming back around my little comment about school year um so this past week was like like basically crunch time to before like the kids started being online with us um friday i had my orientation where i had all my i where we work in clusters seventh grade has four clusters 100 kids in each four four teachers in each uh cluster and um teacher a homeroom yeah and then they rotate so like the the, you know the four five four teachers all like the hundred students we're all gonna see them because like they're all the same kids rotating um so we invited them all onto a zoom um weeks in advance like i was putting out the zoom code like last friday and I just got inundated on Friday morning with like phone calls and like text, ma- like any form of communication that I've given or used with students, I was getting it. I have an app that I don't even use that they were like, hi, Mr. Fritzling, I, I can't get onto the Zoom. And I'm like, Shit. <laughs> and then I got parents being like, hey, my kid can't get onto the Zoom. I'm getting texts. I can't get onto the Zoom I, and, everywhere. Um, 
I was being uh, ass blasted from every direction. <laughs> um, we get like 80 kids on, which I was like, I was expecting like 20 kids. Yeah. We got 80 out of the 100 on. I mean, eighty uh, percent is a solid B. Exactly. So, like, you got to be happy with that one. Yeah. And then finally, like, I slowly like rolling in like certain kids. But tomorrow, um, starting at nine o'clock, is like technically like my first class. Yeah. It's only for it's so it's still orientation. They're really taking things slow. So it's I only have to work from or be with kids from nine to eleven thirty. That's not bad at all. Yep. Um, but it's their half, half hour. Do you have to do shit like out like for the rest of the day? Yeah. Or is it well? Is it like structured stuff, or is it just like prepping? No, with the kids for that half hour each class, it's like that's when we're. I'm going to be doing like the get to know Mr. Fritz. But outside of it, like I will have to be in the school at like seven o'clock, and that's two hours until I start talking with kids. There's going to be like something to do. Oh, okay. But I meant like further on in the day. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, after 1130, it's probably going to me be working with all my other teachers, my cohort teachers to be like, okay, what kid didn't show up? Like, what are we going to do? This is also the time where, um, I love this about my school and like how we're doing things. I can just be like, oh, you know, um, Johnny missed two classes in a row. Let me type up an email to my vice principal. And then they go to his house and bang on his door and go, why the fuck didn't you go to class? I love it. <laughs> The true, like, it's a truancy officer. I mean, that, we never it, had it, that shit in high school, but, like, the truancy officer, like, imagine fucking um, Officer Jones, like, coming, banging on your door, being like, get to class. I would be so annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's an annoying but thing. But it, it's like you have your own, like, personal dog, the bounty hunter, where you're like, yeah, go get them. <laughs> and then, like, so it's like there's one truancy officer, but then the two VPs and another, like, aide are also, like, on the case, but there is, like, 16,000 kids in the school. Yeah. Uh, so uh, they're banging on a lot of doors. Um, but yeah, that's uh, my... And Wednesdays, so I'm, I lucked out. My birthday falls on a Wednesday. Wednesday is our asynchronous day. I don't have to be with kids. Oh, but... I have, I have an hour where it's... Oh, is it because you have five days of school, but only four teachers in the, in the thingy? No. No, no okay. it's, it's just like they broke it up so like the kids aren't in front of a computer screen five days a week for like seven uh, okay. so it's like wednesdays are these days where everyone basically takes a break we give we give the kids an assignment and the teachers like do parent conferences or um other things we'll, we'll do like an hour of a live check-in or i just open up my zoom for an hour for any of my kids and go like do you need help and they're probably gonna be like no and i'm like okay see ya <laughs> all right have fun yeah um but that when's my birthday wednesday i can just bull anything um yeah uh trying to think so i got a call still um going golfing with the girlfriend on saturday which should be quite the trip um she's been with me two other times um pace of play is slow but uh, (laughs) it's it's not like she's uh she's definitely not one of those people that's just like no 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 like let, let me let me get it into the hole She'll totally just be like, okay, like I've had enough with this hole and like move to the next one. Um, She's she's like, yeah, she's, yeah. She's not just like, no, I want to really like, I want to do this for myself. She'll be like, like, fuck this and pick up the ball. And you're just like, Jesus fucking Christ. She, um, we played at RIP, um, the, the golf course in Amherst we used to go to. Um, It shut down, but um, we played. 
Cherry no, Hill. Cherry Hill was the other one. This was like Oak uh, Meadows or something. Um, all tree related. Uh, she beat me on a hole. Cranked one off the uh, the the. Um, it was a par three, I think. Cranked one off uh, the tee, hit a bunker, and then I was just like, "You don't have to be in the bunker." And then she just put it on the green and two putted it. She parred, and I had a bogey because I yeah. I actually like yeah actually I, played I, it. I gave her a stroke. Um, but yeah, um, and then we're gonna try to go to a brewery or something. Rosie's gonna be looked after by someone. We, you know, night shift in Everett. Yeah. yeah. Um, we brought Rosie there in the middle of quarantine and just like a couple weeks ago sarah was like calling up to be like we want to set a reservation like, yeah no more pets anymore so we're like what the fuck i don't know they had one dickhead you know what i mean like one stupid fucking idiot he brought this dog with rabies and then it bit you know five people all those people are dead now one of them was a child ripped it apart right in half (laughs) i mean what a I mean, the kids should, like, look out like it's a dog. Yeah, it's obviously the kids' fault, but, like, they just – they can't have that type of nonsense, that tomfoolery on their hands, and it's understandable. Yeah. Yes. Why are you bringing a kid to a brewery? What the fuck's <laughs> he going to do? Right. Drink beer? No. <laughs> oh, he's a kid. Um, all right. Well, um, uh, any uh, – do you have any plans on my birthday? No, I don't have any plans yet. <laughs> I'll – uh, I'll, I'll send you a tasteful video of me jerking off. How about that? Ooh. Ooh. Um, I think you just unplugged your headset. I can't hear you. Something just happened. What I don't know what the fuck happened there. I may have pa- I may have like uh like audioed out the when I clapped really loud. <laughs> that was very know. strange. Yeah, you yeah. just missed it. Anyways, uh well besides talking about our bullshit lives, um we do talk about music on the Trailstone podcast. Um this week, not that much. Yeah. So instead, first we're gonna talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah. Who died. Oh. R.I.P. in peace, <laughs> Ruthie. I you and Dickie were talking about it, and yeah. then my uh, like Laura and like my group chat yeah. with yeah. my UMass people were talking I'm sure about that it. Was blowing up. Yeah. So whenever I look at my phone, and like you know, there's certain notifications that you're like, uh oh, and yeah. like when I see like you like two group chats that are are I'm very close with that aren't just like broad group chats. Yeah, yeah, both yeah. blowing up at the same time. I'm like, ah, this probably isn't <laughs> I'm good. I'm gonna turn off my phone for a couple hours. Yeah, so I opened my phone and I read it all, and then I just laid on the floor of my Starbucks. <laughs> well, me and Dickie weren't like going crazy. No. I was, yeah, it, it was more or less like I was in that moment, like frustrated, like fuck, because truly, I, in my cynical mind, I think Trump is gonna fucking pull. A John Adams, Marbury versus Madison, midnight judges shit. Like the very first Supreme Court case, John Adams is leaving office and goes, I'm going to appoint a couple judges into the Supreme Court. And it fucks over the next administration. So they make this whole, you know, new uh, constitutional whatever. 
uh, uh, amendment to the Bill of Rights or whatever. Um, and Dickey had his, whatever he said, he goes, it's going to take forever, blah, blah, blah. But I can only imagine what that other group chat was saying. I was basically, I didn't even really read it. I was just like, I can, I like skimmed it and I read the emotional vibes from it. And then I just laid down and was like, I'm emotionally exhausted. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, from those seven texts. You could, you could feel the emotion yeah. and like the, whatever that emo- frustration, um, anger, um, despair, despair coming from um, arousal. Words. Oh, I'm sure Dan was aroused if Dan's in that group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, um, I'm just really interested to see how it plays out. Because, um, yeah. like, it's funny because Obama tried to appoint Merrick Garland at the end of his, and they were like, no, no, no. And yeah. now if they try to do it, it's just going to be like, all right. Did I- you happen to see um, Trump's <clears throat> reaction? It was a video put out of Trump's reaction to uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. No, I didn't. He's coming off of Air Force One from God knows where and um, walking up to the camera. And he goes, hello, hello. And they're like, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Trump, uh, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg just passed away. She did. She did. She lived an amazing life. What can I say? She just lived uh, such an amazing life. Uh you know, uh, she was very strong, a woman. She just lived an amazing life. That's, uh, yeah, she lived an amazing life. And then he walks towards another plane and salute, like gives the hardest salute to like two schmoes standing <laughs> next to um, the staircase going up to the, like like he <clears throat> he shot it up there, came back down real hard. And he, so it was literally, it was like just, twilight zone like amazing moment yeah. it was amazing moment. that's all he really had to say and then probably gave himself a big ed on, egg on his forehead by smacking <laughs> his head to salute these they weren't even in uniform i think they were wearing like police officer hats or something yeah um just uh, that's what it, i have yeah, to I say about it yeah i really like my opinion or i guess my um take on it would i i don't know it's really sad because I uh, teaching that two years ago um, about like civics and everything like that. That's such a huge teaching point too. With yeah. like ob- honestly, obviously, girls too being like, yeah. like, look, we have a Supreme Court, uh, a, a female Supreme Court justice, and she's doing all these amazing things that you guys want to have happen. And she's like changing the script. And now that she's passed, even though she has still d- stood for those things and didn't, and that she's still a part of history, so she's gonna be wiped clean. Kids still go, well, she's dead, though. She's not going to do anything else. Like, there's, what, like, this... There is a little bit of that, like, emotional, like, doom and despair when someone yeah. like that passes away. What has frustrated me is there's a segment of Twitter that is, like, Ruth Bader Ginsburg wasn't liberal enough. Yeah. And it's, but like... those are those are the, just fucking... Like, I, what do you want? Those what? are, like, the people even more left than Sanders is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's just, like, fucking exhaust. And then I see, like... It's like 25,000, 30,000 likes. I'm just like, who are you people? But really, I wanted to bring the entire state of Vermont. It's a segue into something I wanted to talk about, which is that my esteemed roommate ran into my very esteemed ex the other night. And she allegedly said to him, 
that the only reason she dated me was because she thought I was going to become president. <laughs> Holy <laughs> what? <And> so, <laughs> that's me. That's me chewing the cyanide pill to get out of it. What the <laughs> fuck? I know she's probably joking, but like that, that thought of you being I, president has never uh, crossed my mind. I don't know that she was joking, but I have decided that I will be running for president in 2024, and my campaign starts now. Woo! Yeah. So uh, I'm on the campaign trail. I don't know who my running mate is yet. I was going to ask you if you wanted to be my running mate. No. Okay. I decline. Okay. Well, we'll find someone. I'll find somebody. That's a a down-the-road thing. I'm thinking more like uh, Chevy Chase. Um, <laughs> I'm sure, like, but, I, don't, I don't know if he follows your same political leanings, but <laughs> give it a shot. I don't think he's doing fun. anything. I don't think he's, I don't think he's got, a, like, a, a show to shoot. The other thing is, like, this is one of those ideas that, like, I got in my head and I got really high. And I, I just kept, like, my brain kept coming up with things. I already yeah, have a like, campaign track, slogan. I, I have path. a campaign slogan. Go for it's it. right there for me. It's America Runs on Duncan. It's, I would be stupid. It's your email address. It's yeah. It's probably a password or two. <laughs> password wow. is password. Yeah. And then I can just like, I don't know, like everyone can just yell at me all they want. I'm not really going to do much. I'm going to run as a third party, fairly moderate, but like socially very liberal. What, okay. So um, let's, let's treat this like you're, you're just coming onto the, like, the scene. You're starting very grassroots. You got a couple. So um, you finally, someone like, uh, you know, New York Times gets a hold of you um, and they're, they're writing. <laughs> they get a hold of me. Like, yeah, they get a hold of you and go, okay. So um, we just want to like run down where you stand, your political leanings, you know, platforms and, and such. So uh, if you, you could give us your uh, take uh, on, um, uh, like, abortion. Abortion? Yeah. I mean, my personal opinion is that everyone should have the right to choose. I think if it's your body, it's your choice. But yeah. I think that now, it, now it's... Are you, are you telling people that, that they have the yes. right to choose? Yeah. So you're putting thoughts in their head that, that you, are your thoughts. So your thoughts are that they have the right to choose, and now you're making them think it's their right to choose. How dare you, sir? How dare you? No you one's going to vote for you. You have put me in a pretzel. Next question. Should everyone get a pony? 100. That is, a, that is a, an issue I'm going to firmly stand behind, yes. Now, I, also, get a pony. I also have on here that... Um, you have said in the past that everyone should get a pony um, because you like to um, fillet them. <laughs> if you would like to speak on the fillating of the ponies. You know, college is a time for experimentation. And yeah. I can, I think we can all look back on college and be like, okay, we have a couple things. I'm um, sure all those years out in Amherst and the Berkshires is a little wacky out That's there. I'm saying. There's a lot of okay. farmland. It might have been a cow. It might have been a pony. Sometimes it just gets muddled, you know? Gotcha. 
Well, Duncan, um, I, I wish you all the best, but that is still for pot. Like if, if your ex was like truly serious about that, like. If she was really, but even if she was joking, like, I don't think there's a single person maybe on this planet that's met me and been like, that guy's presidential material. I don't think you can even, let alone run a country. I don't think you can run your own nose. I don't think you know what to do when your nose is running. <laughs> it just sort of drips down my face. Yeah. Well, that's that's what the mustache is for, actually. There you go. Yeah, um, it's like Jesus. a little, it's like a little buffer. It goes right down the sides. Ugh. We may have to cut that. That was weird. All right, fuck it. Um, anything else on Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Can we get off of politics, please? <laughs> I ran out of steam quick. With that. Right <laughs> All right. Um, music. Kelsey Ballerini. I don't know. Some of the people I know here know her. I don't know that That's word name ever. Um, big, big news. Again, more from Bronson's camp with uh, Only for Dolphins. He dropped. We were just talking beforehand. Mongolia featuring. Who else is in this shit? Mayhem Loren is in it. And then uh, Hologram. I don't know. I don't know. Both, were, bo- both features were good, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they're awesome. Drop. It comes out on a, a, random. On like a Wednesday. Wednesday at noon. On a Wednesday. And again, he does the thing where he put out another album cover on Spotify. And it's before it was Latin Grammys. And then it was GoldenEye and Latin Grammys. Now it's Mongolia, GoldenEye, and Latin Grammys. All on like three separate album cover EPs, whatever you want to call it. Um, Awesome. Again, he's going all over the world, Duncan. He's going mm. everywhere. He's a little, he he's a little a, Central America with uh, Latin Grammys, GoldenEye. It's like a Caribbean island feel. Mongolia, there's like Asian influence in in yeah. beat in the sampling. He's like the U.S. military. He's going all over the world. He's like he's like Trap Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Oh, I was trying to come up with something that good, and you just fucking put your dick in my face. Well done, sir. Thank you. Um, I also have brought up, I think, I, Carmen San Diego maybe three or four times this week. Carmen San Diego is a legend. Dude, she did you see it? Wait, we're going to go. Here. This is going to be an episode of, like, I haven't talked to you in a while, really. And, like, we're going to go on some tangents today. I know. We haven't played Call of Duty in a, in a minute. It's been a minute. We've had a weird week. Um, but did you see the the TikTok I sent you, like, late? Last week, it was of an intro to, like, a movie we would have watched in elementary school. Yes. Dude, I saw that, and, like, I don't know, it just did things for me that I hadn't felt in a long time, and I was this, like... This this wasn't Taboos and Subcultures where the guy fucks balloons? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, let me find it. I definitely sent it to the group, and Dickie just said, wow. Yeah. Oh, no, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I remember. Now I remember. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, was that, was it called DK? Was that what it was? It was something like that. Yeah, maybe. maybe. I can, I, like, I, kind of remember the logo, but it's a little fuzzy. Yeah. But, oh, my God, dude. I used to watch those all the time when I was a kid. And then they, they used to show them to us in school every once in a while. Like, oh. Mwah. Like, what is that? What was that cartoon? It was like cyberspace or something. Do you remember that we used to watch that stupid Martin, not stupid because of Martin Luther King Jr., but like, but, 
the cartoon itself was dumb. Yeah, we watched the it every single time year. Time travels. Yeah, yeah for like it was eight from like years kindergarten to eighth grade. <laughs> it was like kindergarten to eighth grade. They always show, showed us like, uh, you know, my time with Martin, and it was like a black kid from like two two thousands would go back in time and like be a part of like the civil rights movement in like sixty four and like yeah. meet Martin Luther King. We watched it. Every fucking year. Yeah. And there was like a certain point where we were like, all right, dude, we fucking get it. I true. I now being a teacher and a history teacher at that, I believe that they showed that to us because they couldn't show us the real footage of like actual like protests and like police, like brutality and everything. Cause you know, we were like eight. Yeah. And there's also another part of me that as like an adult man who now lives in the South, like we got so much more education on the civil rights movement than people who even like lived in Ohio. Like, bro, people like I'm I talk about it like like I have like a fairly I would say good knowledge on it. Yeah, like a solid knowledge of that part of history. And there are people that are like, I don't know anything. Well. You're living in territory where they believe that the name of the war that took place between 1860 and 1865 is called the War of Northern Aggression and yeah. not the Civil War. <laughs> True people believe that. People are like, oh, that damn war with the Yankees. Like, they, they, treated us, they treated us out of all of our land and our property, property being slaves. Um, oh. Yeah, no, Mass, obviously we have... Uh, lucked out by being in a really good like educational system, but also I think mass also loves just shoving like history yeah. in our faces because of like mass being like the history place. Yeah. Besides, it is like besides, the like, beginning York, of Philly. United States history. Yeah. Besides like New York and Philly, like mass like has done everything. Yeah. Like we you look at the history. Rock, bro. What's the, what's the history of Wyoming? Fucking nothing. No, nothing. Bison. It's, yeah. <laughs> The, Trees the, and Kanye West. Chickasaw, <laughs> uh, the Native Americans. Um, going back off this tangent, Bronson's shit's coming out next weekend on the 25th, uh, two days after my birthday. I'm very excited. Um, I'll be listening the, to that this on the go. Bronson's first. song dropped at such a weird time that I happened to be looking at my phone and Apple Music gave me a notification and said new music from Action Bronson. And I was like, that has to be incorrect. Yeah. Played. And then I clicked on it. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. It like dropped when I was like doing laundry. Yeah. Like, on a I like, but I, I, I love that for yeah. like that. Like, I don't, I hate, not that I hate it, but I don't love everyone being such a slave to that like tuesday friday drop thing like just drop it whenever the fuck you want it's 2020 we all get a notification anyway if we yeah like- i mean it's definitely a happy accident like i wasn't like oh fuck bronson dropped on wednesday it was like oh shit like this is kind of turning my day around for like the next like three minutes or however long the song is <laughs> um but yeah so that's coming out soon um i have Bruce Springsteen dropped uh, a song. Did not listen to it. Bieber and Chance drop Holy. Um, kind of what you expect. This is, I think, the third or fourth time Chance and Justin Bieber have um, collabed on a song. Yeah. Um, remember they had, like, the song in the summer a couple years ago. What was it? They had, like, two songs of the summer. Um, was the one with DJ Khaled? Sit the, sit the booty on the Gucci belt. Um, yeah. I don't know. I forget what it was. But, um... It's what very mainstream. Very yeah, what, mainstream. Oh, 
real quick. Right after Color and Book, he, it was kind but of. But I also like, like, I don't love it, but I can also understand it. Yeah, he's he's blown up so big, and I definitely feel like someone someone who was already in the industry. I don't know, maybe like I'm trying to think, someone like a Cuddy or a Drake or Khan, anyone who kind of grabbed his ear of recent was probably like, yo, dude, you should be making a lot more money. And he was like, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, you're right. And he kind of maybe like started talking with some agents to be like, I need. And money. he also like, he has like a kid now and he's doing, he still does like, I, do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah. He still does so much for the Chicago community. So exactly. I respect the fact that I think he was less like music was a tool to get him to a platform in which he could help. Exactly. And yeah. So by going more and more mainstream and doing songs with like, I don't know, Justin fucking Bieber. Um, yeah. Significant. Yeah. Um, the song Young Boy, oh, Never Broke was, again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to that album, but uh, I mean, there's a Wayne feature that was pretty good. And then yeah, his song my, with Snoop Dogg was pretty good. Yeah. The Wayne feature is My Window. Um, and Colin is featuring Snoop Dogg. The only two features on the song. Yeah. On the album. Colin is really good. The other one is only good for the Wayne feature. Yeah, because Young Boy is not good. Yeah, no, I not um, that he's not good. He's not. Yeah, that's I don't. That's not my vibes. Like Ben Nelk probably bumps it. Yeah, probably. Sorry, I um, just something. Yeah, no, I mean, like again, like I see Young Boy never broke again, and I'm like that. That name is a mouthful. I'm gonna pass. Um. Uh, and I didn't know that Wayne or Snoop was on this until I looked it up. So um, I'm going to go back and, and listen to those two um, songs. Um, let's see. Trippy Red featuring Busta Rhymes. I got you. Did not listen to it, but I'm, I want to listen to it because of Busta. I think I started listening to it, and the beat is just gross, if I remember really? correctly. Um, Con- nice. Conway the Machine mm-hmm. dropped his album. Uh, I didn't listen to all of it, but the uh, he has a song with Method Man. Ooh. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Tight, 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 tight. Ti and, um, and Young Thug dropped a song. Listen that to that. Actually, really fucking good. Yeah, no, that was really good. I loved. So, Ti keeps like kind of coming back, just very faintly, to drop a song like this, where I'm like, "Fuck, man!" Like, Ti's so good. Like. He every once in a while he taps into his like early two thousands where it was just like he was the best. It makes me want to go back and listen to old Ti when he does something like this. That's what I did. I listened to this and I'm like, Thug's great on this. Ti, I'm like, I'm liking this right now, and I'm like, let me go back. Like, let me go back to two thousand eight. It's a rubber band man. Yeah. (laughs) Or like live your life or something or like dead and gone. Yeah. Um, I heard rumblings that. Black Thought is dropping an album of, um, what's their face? The Roots. Um, yeah. And the source I saw had a bunch of super fucking dope features. So I'm excited to see what yeah. that goes. Black Thought is one of the best. He's one of those people who people don't talk about, but in terms of like rhyming so under- and lyricism, is like right up there with like, um, like Royce to five nine, like uh, yeah. when those kind of people. He like he's a lot like. Um, I would like, actually compare him a lot to Royce to five nine. I I picture him as like a a lot of like early Nas or yeah. 
like early M, but on some of M's more like deeper cuts where it's just he's or kind of his newer, like more recent Eminem, where it's just he's literally like got a story to tell and he's going in such detail, but making all these like twisting like yep. verses and bars over each other. He's Black Thought is so good at just like rapping descriptively. Like yeah. he's like like a Shakespeare of rap. Yeah. Or like a, a Keats. Yeah. So um, I'm, ex- I'm excited about that. I told you, you know that I went to see The Roots, right? When I was yeah. like, it was like junior year. It was me and Connor O'Grady. I was going to say you and Smell, yeah. I think my mom drove us in or we took the train in and then Connor's dad picked us up. And it was like the two nights before Christmas, I think. It was like snowing in Boston. Ooh, and I caught Questlove's drumsticks. Hey. Yeah. Questlove's in the house. Questlove's in the house. Oh, season five is coming in October. Oh, I did see he shaved everything. He, so I, there were some bald. screen grabs from it, and he in it is fat and bald. Yeah. I'm so intrigued to see what season five is going to be like. Hey, guys. Questlove's in the house. Questlove's in the house. C'est la vie. Um, last, uh, I would say last from, from me is uh, D. Joe. Um, the band D. Joe dropped Keep Your Head Up. Um, they are kind of like a synthy alternative band that has like some good melodies. Also, um, Joe Keery is the front man. Huh? Joe Keery of Stranger Things fame and of uh, Newbridge oh. New <clears throat> High School. Yeah. Hell yeah. I've met his sister once or twice at Amherst. Hell yeah. Not to brag, but the brag um i've been listening to a lot of um my dad sent me a random e40 song that like is like one that we used to listen to all the time growing up and then i just went down a real rabbit hole of e40 who just like there was a certain period in time and e40 will always be like i it's i you can't there's no comparison because he just is his own like entity in rap. Yeah, um, watching that um, rap documentary, everyone like his big claim to fame was that he just chose not to rap and spit his bars uh, according to the tempo of the song. Yeah, yeah. Like he is like people were like, "Yo, dude, you suck," and he goes, <laughs> "No, no, this is me. This is me." And he would make up all these like, like, like bing bong like different like just saying things yes. wrong and stuff and just like like absolutely the most ludicrous like lingo he has like his own language yeah and there's like a there was like an interview in that um what do you call it that documentary and the uh, the interviewer is just like so like people always are saying that like you just have like this crazy way of of like mm-hmm. making up uh words like why do you do that and he goes fuck you man he's like that's how i speak fuck you (laughs) (laughs) there's one line that particularly sticks out to me uh in this album which for the listeners it's breaking news by e40 um very good there's a song with the clips that's real good Mm -hmm. um and he says that his favorite beer is steel reserve (laughs) stank face So I've been listening to a lot of that, and I've been listening to a lot of Basement Jacks. Basement Jacks, yeah. He has so many fucking albums. Are you kidding me? That's so much. Music. I mean, these have to just all be his mixtapes. My Ghetto Report Card. Love that. Yeah. yeah. Get the fuck on.com. 
<laughs> just just fucking. Um, break, yeah, breaking news. Oh no, I know this album. I know this album. Yeah, okay. it took me a while. Um, yeah, quarterbacking with the clips. I love that yeah. shit. Yep. Um, and then my personal, the song that resonates with me is Northern California. Nice. Yeah. Um, Keek the Sneak. Um, so, yeah, you've been listening to Basement Jacks. Um, I kind of dove back into my, like, feeling myself, like, in my own head, Midwest emo shit. I've been listening to a lot of Knuckle Puck and um, Taking Back Sunday and uh, Belmont. So uh, if you hate your dad, um, give that a listen. <laughs> But really, that's it for music news, for me at least. Like, I got nothing else. Actually, uh, before we go, we can talk about our Lord and Savior, um, just briefly. Oh, yeah. Just briefly. Um, it obviously will turn into a tangent. But Kanye blew up on Twitter for um, his t- typical, like, monthly check-in on Twitter. Kanye didn't blow up on Twitter. Kanye blew up Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I meant to say. Like, he... He, like lit that thing on fire with napalm yeah. for some every for once in a while like he hours. comes along and he matt lewis's some gas into the fire and yeah. then everyone else is like what the fuck <laughs> whoa 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 matt <laughs> take it easy um he kind of started off by like apologizing to a couple people because of like his previous what we talked about like he had like a panic or a manic episode and all that stuff and then he went on to talk about how people need to buy land yeah, oh, like like real okay. estate. Um, then it's devolved into. I saw a tweet where he was like, uh, "Taylor Swift should like win a Grammy after what I did to her back in like 2009." Like I don't know. I it was something strange. Um, but the funniest thing to come out of it all was my girlfriend. And then it, this, my girlfriend showed me this tweet, and then it went big viral. Um, she goes, Kanye just tweeted that he would call he, Amber Rose wanted to be called Caillou when they were fucking. And I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe Kanye tweeted that. And she goes, oh, wait, no, that was a parody account. But then that, I, it, dude, that tweet yes. went everywhere. Yes. So I got, got the exact same way. Yeah. I was at work and I was just like scrolling through Twitter because there's a certain point in my shift in which I stopped giving a fuck. And I was like, holy shit. And then I read the tweet out loud and I was like, fuck, just kidding. I got got. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I was like sitting on the couch with her like, what the fuck? And then she goes, oh, wait, wait, wait. No. She was like, this isn't him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, same Twitter, like, like picture. Yeah. Like it was the blue world or the globe. And then there's that one emoji that looks like the blue check mark. Yeah. And, and now it's me. Um, yeah. But also, um, fuck. Oh, he was he went on a big tangent about how the mute like labels take advantage of artists, which yeah. I thought was like, like, I hate when he does this kind of stuff, kind of because he makes a really good point. But then it gets clouded by him, people being like, oh, nonsense. he's crazy. Yeah. And then he also tweeted out like. I think he tweeted out like an entire contract of his with someone. Yeah. No, he did. He goes, this is my entire contract. And I don't like, he's like, I don't give a shit if like, uh, you know, I get in trouble for this, but like, this is like how much money I'm like losing or something. And he goes, this is what it shouldn't look like. And he's like, I'm getting out of this right now. And like, I saw on like from Barstool or some other outlet that like 
obviously he's getting in trouble for this shit. Like his, he's breaching like FDA or something. But also like, what are they going to do to him? Exactly. Like they're not going to put him in jail. No. He has so much money that like, what are you going to do? Fine him? Yeah. It's it's going to be a drop in the pond. Yeah. Nothing's really going to happen. It's just like, it also does not help him doing this. Again, like how when he was on his manic episodes and doing anything, he just continues to kind of, I don't want to say bury himself, but he's not make, he's not like painting himself in a positive picture. No. But I also don't think he gives a shit. No. I don't know. I, I just, I hope like, it brings up a, an interesting point that like, why do music labels still exist? Oh, yeah. You can see, I mean, again, we were just talking about Chance. Look what Chance just did. Yeah. Chance is... One of the, like one of the, I would say highest paid and most popular rap artists right now. And his first three albums, what is that? Six years in the music industry, like as like a name, he did it all by himself. I don't think he even ever signed to a label. No. Well, I think he, I think he's also hiring people on. Yeah. Into his own label, and they are kind of taking the reins, being like, well, we're going to do it this way. How, yeah. like, it's typically done. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's just inter- interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was fucking hilarious that it was Amber Rose likes to be called Caillou when we fucking, and it wasn't even him. That would that be was, so that funny was something if it was true. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah, he, um, he brought up like Taylor Swift, and he yeah he was he tweeted out his like contract for something. It was, hey, that's our Lord and Savior. Yeah, um, this is just something that I wrote down in my notes that someone said at work today or the other day, and it was just it's it resonated with me so vividly that um, I had to write it down so that we could just sort of quickly give our reactions to it. What if? <clears throat> your teeth were soft and they got hard when you saw food. No. <laughs> I'm looking at food right I'm not looking at food right now. No, but if like when you were hungry. I no, this is like a a oh, reimagine your teeth. Like this isn't someone being like, you know, when you close your or when the uh no. Fridge closes, the light stays on, but we don't know. Like, it's no. not one of those things. So this no. is like a hypothetical. Yeah. Oh. This isn't like someone solve. solving a problem. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would hate that. I hate. <laughs> you just were constantly like, chomping your gums together. <laughs> I I I'm I got a big thing with my teeth. Yeah. So like, I I think I'm getting to the point where I'm like grinding my teeth. In my sleep, potentially. Okay. My girlfriend, my girlfriend doesn't say anything, but I, once in a while, I'll also just like awake, catch myself like literally like holding my jaw shut so tight. Yes. Like, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I'm like, why? I think I'm, I'm part a- of that might be caffeine co- consumption. Probably because I'm. And general anxiety. Yeah. I mean, it's not even anxiety. I'll like be playing call. I mean, I guess Call of Duty isn't a good one. I'll be driving. Like, literally down the street, and I'm like, and I'm, like, clenching my teeth, and they'll be like, wow, my teeth hurt because I've just had my jaw wired shut for about 12 minutes. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. 
And I'm like, why am I doing this? And then for the next 12 minutes, I'm like, I'm like, don't let your teeth touch for another 12 minutes. But it would um, be kind of useful if we could evolve to not having that issue. I think we should evolve into just having one big tooth. Yeah. <laughs> don't have individual ones, just one big one. Just one rat long round tooth, like cartoons. Imagine that falling out as your baby tooth. <laughs> it's like here, I have like a this fucking white horseshoe little, coming out. Yeah, human teeth. Oh, that'd be gross. That'd be gross. It'd be a lot easier teeth to save. Gross. A lot teeth are gross. Yeah, but you, you got to think about it. Like the way, yeah, we have evolved. So we have these individual teeth, and in they're different shapes and sizes. Because when humans first like, came about, they needed to like rip flesh. Yeah. Forks and knives, baby. We don't have... I, there are so many things about the human body where I'm like, how have we not evolved yet? <clears throat> yeah, what, like, why do I have a skin tag in my butthole? <laughs> why is there, like, a dangly little thing right now in my, between my cheeks? Like, why do, we, why do we still have hair? Um, no, I like hair. I like hair, too. I'm, I'm not disagreeing, but, like, what is the hair in my asshole? What is that? What purpose is that? That does serve a purpose so that you're, you're not getting um, like chafed. Like your cheeks always rubbing together. Like imagine you didn't have hair in there. It was just like flesh on flesh. That's like babies. You have to like put baby powder because when they're just running all around willy nilly, they got no hair in the cheeks. No, 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 no. That's because they shit themselves and then run around with it. No, they, they will poop. And then when they're clean poop, clean of poo poo, um, they still chafe. <laughs> There's cheeks rubbing together, man. Yeah, like have like your thighs like rubbed together for too long and you get chafed. Same diff. I don't I, get that chafed was, that much. <clears throat> not anymore. Yeah, that used to be like a big like problem when I was younger. I would chafe a lot when I was younger. <laughs> like, like, and I'm not like talking like four or three. I'm talking like 11 and 12. Like I chafed a lot. And I don't know why. This is the point where, like, I mean, at that point where you're all playing, like, organized sports, I would have to take deodorant. I wasn't even using deodorant underneath my armpits. Rub deodorant on my, in my inner thigh so that they wouldn't chafe. Big problem for Jackson when he was young, chafing. Big trouble in Little China. Yeah. China, Little China being the space between my legs. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Um, do we want to talk BB? Yeah, um... Do you want to, can we, can we take five and I go take a shit real fast? Yeah, I got to too. Okay. Let's take a break and then we'll be back. We'll be back folks. Play. Hold on. Can you play? um, I'm trying to think what song we should play. I want you to play. So you can listen back to this, the the audio and put in the song. Um, Can you put, um, since we're talking about little, can you put China Grove by the Allman Brothers in? Whoa, China Grove. Ooh, China Grove. Yeah, put that in. The Doobie Brothers? Yes, Doobie Brothers, not Almond Brothers.
Great fucking tune. One more time around, baby. One more time. This is a quintessential dad. Like I can just picture, not my dad, but that's different. Everyone else. Just a dad. He's wearing. He's wearing great balance. Yeah, great. No socks. Button up the grill. Got a spatula in one of the cargo short pockets. And then, so he's just looking at not talking. Just thinking of himself. Wow. What a great dad. No one's going to have to. They're all gone. He's just cooking tenders. That's a touch of the jet, but he knows he's got a race till 5 o'clock. Just looking at those birds. Wow, I'm going to not eat all tenders. Get hard for me. This song is playing. It's coming out of the some of a pool shit. Because we'll stay here on the pool. What? I was talking to the people about um, the Doobie Brothers. I'm like, that's a great tune. Like, like a dad listens to that while well, he's barbecuing. Yeah, or like mowing the lawn. Yeah, exactly. He's not. It's not. He's wearing. He's if he's barbecuing, he's not wearing his night. He's not wearing his. Dirty lawn mowing shoes. He's wearing his nice lawn mowing shoes. Yeah. New gray New Balances, no socks on. He's, he's just standing right by the grill. He's got 10 patties on the grill and he's <clears> just looking at them. He's not flipping them just yet. And no one's in the house. He's wait he's waiting for him to bleed a little bit. Yeah. No one's he's got 10 patties on the on the grill and no one is home. <laughs> yeah. The kids are off at their friend's house. The wife's out shopping and he's just staring at on 10 burgers. But, but he was like, he was like, I want a burger and like I'm gonna make a couple extra just in case. Yeah. He's like, I'll have two and then I'll get heartburn and then yes. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what if the kids come home? What if everyone yeah. like I just just in case I want I'll give them, I'll give them a call when they're done and just all I'm gonna say on the call is hey burgers are done and the kids are like <laughs> I'm 45 minutes away dad and just, hey the, yeah, the burgers are I ready met, when you want them I'm at summer camp in Georgia yeah they're, they're ready when you want them <laughs> oh god and he hasn't started drinking yet because you know he he likes to wait for five o'clock to start yeah. drinking and it's three yeah, anyways um let's get into BB. Yeah, wow. We have we have a Quite lot. A bit. 
Okay, so yeah. I didn't I didn't take a whole lot of notes because I watched I caught up last night. Um, I didn't take a whole lot of notes. I'm kind of relying on your memory for that one. I yeah. have one, exactly one note, but let's start from the beginning. Yeah, I'm I'm similar. So um, this was five episodes basically. So we had what, an entire what, week and then two. What did what did we have on? What did we leave off on? So Javon and Bailey were on the block. I believe. Yep. Danny, yeah, no, Chris, um, Christmas, Christmas was in power. Christmas was in power, and yeah, I thought it was lame to just put them two up. Um, just like kind of like a cop out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Bailey was the one who no, was like, do, "Wait, do we discuss the drama on here? Yeah, or do we discuss it outside? No, we discuss the drama on here about like Christmas being like yeah. afraid to put them up. So I think it was the next episode after that. Bailey was like crying to Davon, being like. I'm just going to leave. Like, I'm just going to tell everyone to vote me out. Like, I'm, t- I'm done. I'm done with, like, it's like, I'm done with all the little drama. And, and Davon was the one to keep her in. Again, I lo- I did not like Davon coming into the season just because of the last season I watched. full 180. I am backpedaling like yeah. Usain Bolt right now. Yeah. Um, she's Usain awesome. Backpedal frequently? He can backpedal. I'm assuming if he can run fast forward, he can do it backwards, too. Uh, Point. Yeah. Um, so Bailey's like tapping out, but Davon brings it back. I just thought it was lame. Like Bailey's like, I'm done. I'm on the block. I'm done. Uh, obviously we know what happens. Um, it but- seemed like manufactured drama because then also Tyler was like, no, I'm going to go up on the block. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was, whole- it was all like, weird. I want to go home. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Um, it was one of those ones where like, like for a minute it got me. And then about halfway through, I was like, this is just, we're just filling time here. Exactly. Yeah. It was so, so. Christmas is also then bawling her eyes out, like being weird with Bailey. Like, I never meant to put you guys up. And it was like, you just put them up. Like, you, you never meant to put them up. I don't know. So then t- it was the whole Tyler, like, being like self-pity. Like, I caused this and I haven't been truthful. So just backdoor me. And then it was like a day went by and he goes, oh, fuck that. Never mind. I'm yeah. staying in. Um, Ian didn't um, compete in the veto, even though he was picked. Yeah, what, so what was... He, he had was a medical like, issue. Yeah, it was like a heart rate or something? Yeah, something like that. And yeah. like, I'm assuming like he, that kind of happens sometimes with him. Yeah. I, yeah. I do feel like, besides him outwardly being like, I'm on the spectrum, I do feel like he's a kind of thin guy. And but being he's in, like that, he's in like surprisingly good shape. He's in really good shape, but I do think it's like he's a thin guy. I think he's smaller for... He maybe have like some like underlying conditions, like, yeah. I don't know, like anemia or... I don't know. Um, Lupus. Um, gangrene. AIDS. AIDS. Yep. AIDS. Um, they let him, they, you can have AIDS in the Big Brother house, but no COVID. Have you uh, seen the commercials for HPV? Um, I probably have, but haven't been paying attention because of their commercials. I see them like so frequently. There's where probably it's a like, lot of people with AIDS in Tennessee right now. That's it's why. It's like, they're no, running H- them in the hot HPV spots. is a whole different, not HIV, oh. HPV. And it's like, go get your kid vaccinated for HPV. And I'm like, like, don't we all have it? I don't know. Probably. It's just like, I'm like, I think the government is, gives it to us. Who is funding these HPV commercials? I don't know. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Anyway, so um, he doesn't. Well, he doesn't. Also, okay, just to circle back on Tyler for a quick second, he yeah, so, does genuinely seem like a good dude. 
Like yeah, out of I, all the people in the household, he seems like the the one guy that like if you like came to him with something or if you like I don't know if you needed like a favor or something like yeah. he seems like a dude that I, I would be like yeah I'm, I'll. Uh, so many people find him so trustworthy because he is a very good dude. Like he works with Davon and Bailey. He works with the big committee. He works with um, David. He he's like very friendly and chummy with Kevin. So I do think, but there's some signs sometimes from my fucking time. They're like, come on, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, it was really weird that like, I know it was all set up um, like with editing and everything, but it, I think it was like Ian and someone were like, Oh, look at Tyler. Like he's really thin. And then he was like, yeah, I'm not eating. I'm not eating because I'm so stressed. It's like, okay. <laughs> um, Chill him, out, bro. <laughs> the whole um, afterwards when I think it was Davon and Christmas were like yelling at each other in the bathroom. And yeah. Ian was just like in the shower. Like, I just need a towel. Just a towel. <laughs> so funny. He is, he, him and Enzo are comic relief for the season. It's and so fantastic. He's, Enzo's such a clown. And Ian is like falling into funny situations, like yeah. at any at, at all waking moments. Yeah. Um, so uh, Bailey is super dumb for talking shit about Tyler. Yeah. Like that, I I didn't understand that move. I was like, yeah. yo, just I don't know. Maybe like there are some some hills to die on. I don't think that one. I so Bailey Bailey went home that week. Um, yeah. Because obviously she was put up the way the veto worked. It just no one won. Um, no, Davon won, I believe, right? Yeah, Davon won, pulled herself off. Um, was that right? No, I think it was just a straight up vote. I oh, think, yeah, I think, I think someone, uh, someone won the veto and they tried to convince them to use it and they wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe um, it was Cody, maybe it was Cody. I think it was Cody. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I also have in my notes that. Cody's full name is Cody Calafiore, and that is quite a fucking name. Yeah. No, I remember that because he has a he had a brother that played a couple seasons ago too. Yeah. So I quite remember like, the name Calafiore. Um, I think Bailey went home because of the little comments she made makes to Tyler, and I think Davon just campaigned a lot better yeah. for herself than Bailey did for. Herself. I mean, I also just think Davon is a better player, and yeah. I think she, I think that's a situation where having a little bit of experience in the house yeah. lends you a huge leg up when it comes to campaigning. Both have played very emotionally in the past, and I feel like Bailey is still doing that. Like yeah. the whole like, oh, I'm I'm gonna go home. I might as well just leave now. But Davon has gotten past that, and I wrote down in here, Davon, that bitch. Yeah. She is a fucking animal when it comes to. At all aspects of the game, she can win the comps when she really sets her mind to it. And if there isn't like some little hanky panky going on, she can win. And she's just like cold hearted. She'll just tell it. Yeah. I love how she she's that bitch. Um, love the hanging competitions. To go back, Cody's grandfather was it? Oh yeah, his grandfather died. Yeah, it must suck so much to miss something like that. Well, in the BB house, yeah. I mean, for me, those things that happen, like when those things happen, I really, the meter doesn't move for me. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not close to any of my grandparents or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can, like, I just put it in a general, mm -hmm. like, a major life event such as that. Like, in 20 years, you're going to look back on that and be like, damn, I missed the funeral because I was at Big Brother. I was playing a game. Yeah. Yeah. A silly game that I lost. Hey, yeah, that yeah, he probably yeah. Um, yeah, that does suck. Um, 
the house is beginning to flip hard, but then that w- I wrote that two weeks ago. Now I don't think that it's the house it, is just in in it has dissolved. Like the alliances are not real anymore, and it's kind of a free for all with a couple people that are still looking like out clinging for on. Um, yeah, I uh, so I'll talk. Um, my oh, notes yeah, are getting. We, towards, got, we gotta get through the my previous episodes towards, so that we can. My notes are getting towards the end too of when I was writing stuff down, but I have a pretty good idea and of, more drama from this past week. Oh. Yes. Um, Enzo's, Enzo's, a, Enzo's a clown. I love it. Christmas, I yeah. don't know why I wrote this, but I just said I'm Enzo. I don't remember what the situation was, though. What, 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 what was it? It just says I'm Enzo. Yeah, like you probably like want to be Enzo or like his thought process behind things. Like he I just kind of not getting I a fuck. see certain parts of myself in Enzo. I think I'm talking about when they're all doing the hanging competition for the next Asia yeah, Wilson. That's exact. I and, would and, be the one that's just like I don't know, guys. Yeah, like I'm out. Um, Cracking jokes. I also everybody sucks for letting Danny win. Yes. It was a hanging 100%. competition where she was shaking for like 45 minutes and they're like, oh, give it a daddy. Oh. It's like, fuck you. Like, the people are always going to stay in power. I hate how the safe, I literally have safe daddy, plays right? over and over again, picking off the same outlier. I hate how the entire house has been run by the same committee and it's just they're picking off the outliers one by one. Like, I so wish, like, but we're, we're going to see it tonight. I so wish someone would win the HOH that's not in that big committee. There's not that many people left. What if the thought process behind letting Danny win was knowing that because of the numbers, Danny was going to have to blow something up and letting her have the blood on her hands instead of, because, so here's my, my point is that there's, it's gotten to the point where there's not enough outliers in this game. If you're thinking of when this HOH was going on, there's not enough outliers in this game to last through a nomination and a veto. Because yeah. if one of the noms comes down, you have to put up someone that is somehow in good graces with yeah. you. So why not let Danny take the fall for that? Yeah. And, and blow some stuff up. And then it doesn't look as bad on you if you're in power next week. Yeah. And she kind of did. She kind of did that following week because we'll, we'll get into it. But no, I t- yeah, you know, you're, you're right. And now I see that. Um, um, I just have the final for these couple episodes. I just have a note that says, like, are they allowed to read books in there? No. I don't, I don't believe so. From what I know, they're literally not given any media of any sorts in, or, like, including, like, books. Like, okay. they literally can only bring their clothes and that's it. Okay. Provide, they may have books in there, but I know they're not allowed to bring anything but their clothes. Because I would and if, like me- like medical things. If I was in the house, I feel like I would just bring books and crush books the whole time. Yeah. Um. So but yeah, come, that's, that's okay. So now Danny's hoh. Danny's hoh. She puts up um, Kevin and David. Kevin and David. David uses his power, takes himself off. Now, Danny has to put up another nominee. So now she's three people she's um, nominated. She puts up Tyler. Wait, can we go back to David? David sucks so David much. sucks, what but yet was, he continues to be in the house. What was that whole, like, 
Oscar worthy acting. Like what were you what did you think was the end game? Everyone and knows it's you, you I know, me. it was so fucking funny. He he's crying. Did you take me down? Did did you did you I take me that, down? And people are like, fuck you, David. It was you. Cody was literally just like, enough with the fucking yeah. bullshit, dude. We all know it was you. Did you take me down? <laughs> and then he made fun of him in the fucking diary room. Yeah. yeah. He was like, yeah. And then David comes up to me. He's like, did you yeah. come? Did oh, you my. Me up? <laughs> oh, my God. No, that was, that was funny um, from both ends. Like, David. David also, like, I do love the underdog. Like, I want David to. I want to. I want to see something where David gets, like, does a surprise thing. I think. I hope I want that that's David, not his last surprise thing, but I want David to have like one, like to win an HOH and then like blow something up and get someone big out of the game and then yeah. just get voted out the next week. Yeah, I that want him. I want him to go out in a blaze of glory. I want him to go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like he went um, out like a wet fart last season, but like yes. couldn't see his way around. But anyway, <laughs> so David takes himself off. Um, they put Tyler up. They go through the veto, and Devon does the fir- pulls the first. I'm using it on someone else. Trigger and yes. pulls Kevin off. I truly believe she does this. One, she said it for to have someone on her side. So she goes, you know, now Kevin's going to be entirely loyal to me. He's probably going to get voted out and go to the jury house soon. I think they all are soon. So. Kevin, I know, will vote for me. He's going to be a person that if I make it all the way. Um, so now Danny and a l- the second reason why Davon pulled. So she can fucking stick it to Danny and be like, put up another person. I dare you. Yeah. And I fucking hated how it was like, I get it. Ian's the last one of the outliers. And, but you were like, she, she said, I'm going for Tyler. And yet she still doesn't do it. Yeah. Um, she's a pussy. Um, yeah, I don't, she, I hate. she talked huge game about being like, yeah, it, like I, I love doing crazy stuff in this house. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then didn't and do anything crazy. And then also like, it was just very strange. Um, yeah. I do respect the shit out of the fact that Davon, I think went through her different options and played out like all the scenarios and said, this situation is the best for my game. Fuck for- your Alliance. Fuck your bullshit. I'm yeah. playing my game. For being under fire so much this season, Davon is probably playing the most smart out of the people that are, yeah. are the outliers. 100%. Yeah. She's under fire constantly. People are always putting her up. She's always got to win competitions, and she's doing it so, so smart. Like, the, uh, there are other smart players. Like, I really feel like Tyler's very, very smart I player. Also, Cody's smart, but they're not under fire. She, I think it was during her argument with Christmas, she said something like, she was like, blah, 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 didn't win the HOH competition. I lost it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. yeah exactly. That is a great spin zone. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Davon wins the, that little competition, the veto where they have to stack the beer cans properly. Very difficult. That because they like, also like, looked like they spot. had very oversized tweezers. Yeah, like, yeah They were like clown-sized tweezers. Were... <laughs> um. So you have you're already caught up. Like you've seen who gets voted out, right? From this week. Uh, yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. So the dra- I, I'll get into the drama, and then we can talk about like this coming week and everything. The drama that happened was so she, Danny, Look. Kevin gets taken off the block. Danny put the last outlier on there that she can. Puts up Ian. Again, she was saying, "Hey, we're I'm going for Tyler," and 
then she's just started flipping shit. So it's Ian against Tyler. On camera, this upsets Nicole F. Very much. She's yeah. crying over Ian. You got to send him home. So my girlfriend sent me. She pulled David. She did not give a shit. She was acting. All the crying we saw on camera, it was all an act. She wanted to get Ian out. Wow. I got to send you the video afterwards because it's like, Nicole's like a cold, like, again, this is all cold blooded killer. That's all live stream shit where it's like the, the constant stream of it. Yeah. Everyone blew up like big brother, you know, forums and on Twitter and everything because they're like Nicole, like fuck Nicole, because she was like right away, like me and Ian are like the most closely connected because we both won a season. She was very nice to him. Like he, he trusted her like to the umpteenth degree. And then on a flip, she just goes, nah, I want to vote Ian out and I'm going to lie about it. Wow. Yeah, I gotta, I'll got i send you the video. that I. That's, that's I, like, I respect that because I think that, so Ian is, I would argue, the least emotional player out of anyone. Yeah. He is the king of understanding that a game is a game. It's not personal. Um, but her, like, just, that is a, that is a cold-blooded move because she knows that that's the first um, uh, fucking jury house. So she's got that. And then she also is in such good graces with everyone. Yeah. That's cold-blooded. No, yeah, I, I respect, very cold-blooded. I respect the shit out of that. I don't because I was I like the end. I I know I have Nicole as my last one, but no, it's like that's some cold blooded shit. People are freaking the fuck out. Uh, we can mute. We can cut this part out too. Why? Because I, I just told you why. Teach me a fact. Oh my god! No, that's not it. It's not it. That's not it. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Julie. Please cast your vote to evict. I'm trying to think of what I want to say. Like, this is the hardest vote. This is, this is such. This is the hardest decision I've had in like three seasons. Like, not decision, but like vote out. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't want the audience to think I'm like a monster. So I want to say something before. Do you get what I'm saying? My question. Actually, I'm gonna wait till this is over. And then, yeah, go ahead. This is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. I vote with Ian. Thank you. Talk about Oscar-worthy acting. But now that like you see like the ex- like her exposed, I'm like, oh shit! It's kind of like I could have, I should have seen that. Yeah, absolutely. I like how it just says acting in progress, quiet on the set. Stay right there. We have a lot to talk about. But the thing is, so my question is how yeah. many people in the house knew? 
I feel well. I think she's talking with Cody and Christmas in that where she's like, "You got to teach me how to act." Because it was definitely Cody. Those legs mm-hmm. were Cody. Um, um, <laughs> for the audience, we just both raised our eyebrows at each other. Um, yeah. But like, that has to kind of get around, right? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I don't think it got to Ian though. I don't, I don't think it did either, but like, I just wonder. Like, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how that plays. I think season. it's not that big of a deal with the house guests or with Ian. It's a big deal because she's not trying to like be like, oh, I don't want to hurt Ian's feelings. She's trying to win the vote of the people. Yeah. Like, so she didn't want. She wanted to like look when she made that vote to vote Ian out. Like it was like the hardest, the hardest thing to ever do. So people were like, oh, geez, like. I guess there's other things, but she's lying. So like the audience figured it all out basically. And I'm like, no, fuck Nicole. So she's probably not going to win like house guest, like favorite or whatever. Like the one that the, the people, the, the audience votes on American choice or whatever. Yeah, the fuck it is. Choice. It's me. Ma- that's mainly like to protect her skin with like the audience. And she lost, she didn't. So that was the biggest drama to come out of it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, What's the HOH comp this week? It uh, was like stacking fire, blocks or something. It was, yeah, a fire hydrant puzzle thing. Yeah. I mean, so I, I got to think. So we have... You want to run down the list of who we have left? Yeah. I mean, we can... My, I have two left. I still have Kevin. I, I just mean in the house completely. We both yeah. have two, two left. Yeah, let me pull up the... Um, so we have David left. I have the list. David's still in. Yep. We've already discussed him. Danny. She needs to go. I would love to see her just get blown the fuck up. I would love to see like a Cody or Tyler or even like Enzo HOH this week. Yeah. Where it just backdoor Danny. Yeah. Because no, not many people like there's. St- I can't believe how many people are still like, yeah, she's fine to keep around, even though. And also. I think you could make a solid case because, like, Nicole or Danny was going around, like, asking people if they'd vote out Tyler, and everyone was like, no, you fucking idiot. Yeah. Like, no, we're keeping Tyler. Exactly, yeah. So there's so 10 left. Like, there's 10 left. So we already talked about David. We already talked who did we just talk about? Danny. Danny, Cody. Uh, Cody. Yeah, I mean, I would like to see Cody. Uh, I can see him being an HOH. This seems like an okay week. To be HOH, um, he would probably be gunning for David. I would love to see him backdoor Danny. It's probably David and um, Kevin are going to go up on the block. Yep. Um, because those are the only two outliers left. Um, Kevin, speaking of. Yeah, Kevin's still by like the grace of God. I mean, if he won HOH, that would shake everything up. If David or if, him win HOH, it's all better. David, off. him, or, or uh, Devon. Win HOH. Hmm. I apologize. Yeah. Davon is definitely a little bit more in the click than David yeah. and, and Kevin are. Because also, like, she can make a strong case that her, like, they might be gunning for her because she used the veto, but she yeah. can make, like, easily make a case that she did that for her game. And, like, they have to kind of, you have to kind of respect that. Yeah. Tyler, Tyler would be the on respect her side. Of some of the people who are uh, maybe more decision makers in those yeah. alliances than others. As of right now, she would have three people on her side. 
two guaranteed, Tyler would be like a flip-flop. And I think Enzo, I mean, she would have to, if she got put on the block or she won HOH, she would have to like start to really flip the house. I think she's the only one that has the, the ability to flip it besides the... 100%. 100%. 100%. Tyler, um, he's just, again, he's doing his thing. He's in a lot. He's basically floating, but he's actively floating. Yeah. And he's still like, just like, yeah. It's a good um, spot to be. Yeah. I think. Um, Nicole F, if, I mean, she did all that shit like, to Ian, probably because of the committees telling her to. Yeah. So she can just continue to be with the committee and be fine with it. Yeah. Memphis, I, I have no idea. He's such like a just. He's a wild know. card. Yeah. A wild card in like the most boring sense of the word, where it's just, I just don't know what he's doing. Enzo is a wild card in the most positive way of the word, where he yes, can literally, like, he, he's gonna he's gonna cut the brakes on the van and jump out the back at any moment. <laughs> um, Davon would be amazing to to have win something like the HOH. That would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. And Christmas is like again, she's another one like Memphis. Like I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, they're uh, I just, they're just kind of like riding coattails. I feel like. Yeah, exactly. She she already had her, her moment to shine. She had the HOH, and it kind of almost blew up. She's probably going to be like, I don't want to win any comps right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm interested that this tonight and the next couple weeks are going to be big. Yeah, I'll probably watch it tomorrow because the Pats are on. Yeah, I'm definitely not watching it tonight. You can promise that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't have a whole bunch else. I feel like it was a BB is just happening. Um, yeah, we, so this is this weird lull. Like at the beginning, it's nice. Cause it's like, we get to learn all the people. Then there's, and a it's also like picking off outliers. It's a little bit, there's of a, a little bit of a, it, you hit a bit of a rut where it's just like, there's, there's drama, but there's not anything actually happening. It's a lot more fun. Like I've seen the seasons. I, you, the first season you watched and we were both talking about it was a real good season because it was two big alliances on either side. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most fun seasons because it's just they're just taking pot shots at each other. Yeah. Uh, the, a season like this, it happened last season too. It's just one big alliance and it's just you're like, fucking Christ. Like, it's just yeah. going to be, let's pick off the outliers. And we're still kind of in it. It's really, it's until all the outliers are out. Yeah. Really, it once David and Kevin leave. It's until the outliers are out or if Davon can blow up something. Exactly. Like, yeah. take a big swing. Yeah. Well, um, that was BB. Um, do, I mean, we're at an hour and a half. Do you want to, do you have time? You want to, oh, I have time. The top five or do you yeah. want to, I'm going to just do off the top of my head. I think. Okay. Um, I have some written down. So we, um, this, this has been in my brain for a while. I'm doing the top five sports moments in our life. Yes. Wait, did we already do this? No, we didn't. No. Okay. I really feel like we were, we did this. Anyways, um, so this isn't like um, like us in like Georgetown or our high school or college careers doing. This anything. is professional. Professional, like we Sports we have watched on television. Yeah, we have viewed it. We have viewed it. Okay, in no particular order again, um, but the Edelman catch. Yeah. During the uh, the twenty eight to three comeback Super Bowl victory. It's not the James White little duck under and we, we win in overtime. It's the, the horrible pass by Tom Brady. 
And Edelman bops it up in the air. Falcons guys are bumping into each other, and he catches it. Three his, Falcons. Three Falcons. And Edelman just catches it with his little, his little squirrel fingertips, his little thirst-trapped fingertips, and keeps it off the turf. And we get big challenge. Like, I, I believe I shit my pants and threw up in my shoes yeah. all in one moment at that. At I that watched the highlights. I, it was like... Um, it was like a compilation video of the Patriots comeback last night on YouTube. Yeah. I still don't believe any of that happened. Like oh. in my like in my heart of hearts, I'm like that didn't actually happen. That right? was our Oh yeah, no. That was our junior year. Yeah. We were living together I think in Washington. Yeah, but we watched the game separately, I believe. Yeah, I was at I was in uh the townhouses. And I was in also the townhouses. They were just not the same place. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I remember we, they, they lit off fireworks in like the middle of yes. the courtyard. You were, I don't know if you were in that same courtyard or the one over. I just remember that I got really drunk because I thought they were going to lose. Yeah. And then I had to like get myself out like into a somewhat sobriety as like as – I remember like coming back out of it as they were, and I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I, I truly believe like it was halftime and I'm like, I'm not drinking anymore because I'm going to go home. Like I'm going to drive myself home and like sleep. Like I'm not watching this. Yeah. Um, But then it slowly built back up and then I blacked out. Yes. 100%. I just like, I just, what a fucking game. Like what, what? Yeah. What? What a time to be alive to watch that game with a bunch of drunk college kids. Yeah. That we peaked. We have had the best professional sports life you could ever Oh, want. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like they, they talk about it on, on PMT all the time that like Hank, like he's also around our age and he he's experienced all the things we experience on the list that we probably both have. I like don't Boston know. Sportsman. I don't know that there will ever be a run that will top what we've experienced. No. We, so we have socks. Well, first off, it starts with 2001 with the Pats. Yep. We got more championships with them. Socks, Celtics, Bruins twice in there. Another socks, Patriots all up and down. They're really the only team that hasn't like given it to us is the Celtics. But, well, the Bruins have also had only one. They won in oh, 11. They, uh, it was two. I think it's one. I think oh. it's one. Well, also, like, either a lot way, of playoff runs. A lot of playoff runs. They've Celtics both have been perpetually in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Since then. So, like, yeah. but, like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I know. And like, when, we tell our kid, when we tell our kids about this, they're going to be like we, like, we don't, like, I hope my kids are sports fans. Like, they will be, but, like, to We're also, like, love the history behind it. Like, I know the kids are like, oh, that was your time. Like, I want my kids to, like, revel in the history of it. But it's also, like, different because now they can, like, go back and watch the games yeah, exactly. in high definition. Like, it's yeah. not, like, this, like, memory, this, like, spoken, like, the memories, The memories will be me telling them, like, oh, I was fucking hammered in the yeah. town. <laughs> um, you're, no, you're, you're, you're one. Let's, let's move it. Okay. Move it on. Uh, my one is it it has to be um the Dave Robert steal in the 2004 ALCS. 
yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The steal and then the like uh, single up the middle scores from second and then slides through home, pops up, does a 360, and then fucking the rest is history. Yeah. Um, I only have good memories of the World Series. I don't yeah. have I don't have a lot of other things from no the I the two thousand I mean I have Poppy like pimping the home run yeah in the ALCS I think or it's the World Series I have no idea but I think you're you're conflating memories but yeah. um I my I tell people frequently that my first like real memory is the two thousand four playoffs yeah like the ALCS and then into the World Series that is my first like conscious memory. That was in 2004. You weren't, you weren't conscious until you were nine? I was eight. <laughs> Jesus. Christ. No, no, like, I was like a goldfish for the first yeah. eight years of my life, where everything yeah. happened, and then I immediately forgot it. I remember, I remember the uh, 2001 Super Bowl against uh, the... Or it was either the 2001 or the 2003 against the Panthers. Okay. I can't remember. Anyways. Um, so my number two in the same vein, is the Folk ground out in 04. Just the, it's a simple play. It's nothing amazing or anything, but the, like, the the voice of the announcers, uh, you know, what they, like, Folk just underhands it to, um, I don't even know who was playing first. Dougman Cavage. Dougman Cavage. And then, like, the embrace, the catcher ripping everything, Veritek ripping everything off and running. Like, that was... He just standing like, uh, yeah, I remember very vividly in my brain. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, again, it's like these, the memories, like they're not like incredible, like the Edelman catch, but like just something simple, like just a ground out to win the fucking World Series and, and yeah. beat the curse. Um, my next one is going to be when the Bruins came back from a, it was either a three nothing or four nothing deficit in 10 minutes to beat the Maple Leafs. Yeah. First, because it was such an impressive comeback, like yeah. so improbable. And it was also like the Bergeron, Lucic, like I think Lucic had a goal in there, like Nathan Horton was on that team. That was a great time to be a Bruins fan. They were, that was the Bruins, like, um, that's that, the Bruins, that their whole ethos. Yeah. yeah. Where they were just like these, like a bunch of fucking tough idiots. Yeah. Um, and then also because of the Maple Leafs and fuck the Maple Leafs. Yeah. Fuck Canada. Fuck yeah. Toronto. Yeah, there's a bunch of dum dums. Uh, my next one, uh, the Butler interception in fifteen. Yep. I that it's obviously because it, it won us our what fourth Super Bowl, um, but because of where I was, it was freshman year. I was in Pennsylvania. Everyone wanted Seattle to win because they're like, yeah. no, the Patriots already have three others. We don't care. We don't even like Jackson that much, so we don't want him. And I remember the. Like being like, ah, oh, shit, like this is it. And like my friends like throwing shit at me and everything. They're all from Maryland or Pennsylvania or Virginia and they're like throwing shit at me. And then Butler intercepts it. And I remember I was so close to kicking the TV we were watching. <laughs> we were in like at the townhouses of York. Yeah. And I remember almost kicking the TV. And my, my roommate the next year, this little kid, Ryan, I remember punching him in the gut so hard and running <laughs> outside. Like I was hammered and just running. So I, for the Butler interception, I, um, I blacked out pretty hard by yeah. halftime. And then we went to the dining hall during halftime. And then I fought the elevator 
on the way back. I don't recollect that part, but it definitely happened. <laughs> and then I fell asleep and then somebody woke me up at like the, it must've been the drive before that Seahawks drive. Yeah. And then I watched the interception and I went ballistic. We all, I was living in Southwest. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ran out to that fucking quad in front of Burke. And we were just, it was madness. You like sent me certified a, madness. You sent me a, maybe like a snap or something or sent like our group something of like people hanging off the street lights and people climbing like holes, climbing trees. They were on top of Burke and shit. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. And then me and my roommate were making snowballs and just throwing them. And yeah. then like eventually a cop walked by us and just. I was mid-throw, and he just grabbed my arm and was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> ah, the Patriots. Ah. And then I, I ran into Connor O'Grady, who was sprinting around in a wrestling mask. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just fucking, just absolute chaos and insanity. It was yeah. one of, that was like the pinnacle of. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, like, like debauchery in yeah, south because that was also like the last time because the next time when the pats went against the falcons they like locked everything down yeah, yeah, yeah. you couldn't go yeah, yeah. so yeah so that's that why was, we that was the, that was the last good like that was like people were coming from the townhouses to southwest to yeah. just fucking go bananas yeah exactly yeah oh um your your next one my next one has to be David Ortiz's home run in 2013 when Tory Hunter, it was against the Tigers in the ALCS. Tory Hunter goes over the bullpen fence and it's yeah. him with his legs in the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have going, to ah! <laughs> that is the, the greatest. The the greatest picture, I think, in Boston's yeah, the sports. Visual, the visual of it, it's that's up there with um, the Bobby Orr like, yep. Yep. Uh, dive. Yep. Uh, that's it. It's yep. Bobby Orr and the, the cop with, the, yep. with legs. <laughs> his arms, the symmetry behind it, his arms are up and the guy's legs are up in the exact same like formation. Formation <laughs> angle. Oh my god! No, that is up there. I'm trying to think of anything else. It's the Bobby Orr pick. It's the Bobby Orr dive. Maybe like uh, I don't even know what else. Yeah, uh, fucking Havelcheck, Havelcheck dribbling out like in fucking '68 with uh, Bill Russell for the Celtics. Like Bird. I mean, like maybe like the big three. Like any yeah. any KG Rondo uh, Ray Allen. Yeah, I, but photo, no, like, I don't I, think there's anything else. I it's don't that, know. that picture. That is also just of utter elation too. Yes, the yes. smile and like the emotion on the cop. Like a cop is supposed to be there to protect and serve, and he can't be like uh, be there to watch a Sox game. But he was there to be a Sox fan. Yes, and so he, he, that, that day he was a Red Sox fan. Yeah, so it was purely first and foremost. Yeah, no, that is an amazing. Like all the T-shirts to come out of that shit. Fucking that was yeah, because then also you have to think that was 2013, so that was after the marathon bombings. Like that was such a massive moment for that for our city. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I have for my next one, um, kind of going away from Boston sports. Um, so I this is memorable in my mind because I this is like one of the first times I put money on a college football game. Usually I'm a golf guy, like because I can just read the field better. 
Um, I put money on Michigan State to beat Michigan. Okay. This was like three years ago. I was definitely in college. And Michigan is up by a field goal. They also had the ball. It's literally no time left in the fourth quarter. There's like six seconds left. And they're like, you know what? We're we're already up three points. We're just going to punt the ball. And just they're going to run out the clock like they they'll take a knee or something but the time that we're the time's going to expire they go for a, a a punt and the punter fumbles it a little bit is about to like m- like screw the kick and he is about to kick it and a michigan state player just comes by and takes the ball out of the air michigan state runs it back for a touchdown they win the game zero seconds on the clock they michigan state wasn't ranked michigan's michigan u was four ranked fourth and they won the game and i won like 200 bucks fuck yeah there's nothing like a the the like infancy of sports gambling when you have like one like wildly improbable win i know i i didn't bet in over i didn't bet a stat line all i did was just michigan state's gonna win yeah 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 i remember there were a couple what was it it must have been The past couple Pat Super Bowl runs, I think I've just bet them game one of the playoffs and then bet everything, like just compounded that every game and ended up like you can go from five to like 200 so fast. Exactly. Um, Um, Yeah, that what is what are we on? Number two. This This is your. Yeah, this is your two. Number two is I'm just only going to do Boston sports. Um, yeah. I mean, the rest are Boston. It was just that one, yeah. like that in my mind. I'm like, I remember where I was in New York. I was in a dirty house. My friend was like, you got to bet money on this. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll do it with I, you. And I spent a split second trying to think of other sports moments. And I was like, nah, fuck that. No, that was the only one for me. Edelman to Amendola <laughs> against the Ravens. Against the Ravens. In what was it, the conference game? Yeah. Yeah. Or the AFC. AFC the championship. AFC. Yeah, it was. The fucking cojones on Bill Belichick. Also, and, this um, is a mid deflate gate as well. Yeah. And uh, wh- whoever the fuck the offensive coordinator is, I can't think of his name right now. Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels to call that motherfucking play. Amendola was, was so wide open. So wide open. And. Every that def, like they John Harbush and, pooped his pants when he saw Amendola that open. They won the Super Bowl with that play because yep. they that was like a whip our dick out. We're gonna beat you however the fuck we want moment. Yeah. And exactly. it was like that is one of those things. Like I, though I I think we watched that in like Rick Carrenti's basement if I remember yeah, correctly, something like that. And I rem- we went ballistic. I remember that, yeah. Oh, that's such a great oh. and like just, just like the like that also solidified like Edelman as like a threat. Like he was yeah. like he can be a good slot receiver and everything, but like people were like Edelman is he 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 moved up so many like ranking points in like Madden because of it, shit it like was, that. He became he became an athlete and not a right, wide receiver. Exactly. Like yeah. he was like an elite athlete that day. All right, my last one. This is burned into my brain. Um, it is. Celtics 08 run. We are 
I believe it's game two against the Lakers. We end up winning the series. We are down 24 points at the end of the second quarter. We make it up and win all those points back. And the, to basically break in the tie, Eddie House, he just gets a corner three and drains it. And we go up two points after being down 24 in the NBA championship game two against the Lakers. He just hits it and looks at his bench, high fives Doc, and then runs back on defense and is staring at all the Lakers bench, just like like hands and knees, and he's staring at the Lakers bench, and then they call a timeout, and he starts clapping like <laughs> fucking like Gasol's face or something. It was beautiful. Like burned in my it's, – it's right by the, the Boston bench, hits this corner three, and then high fives Doc. And then runs and starts staring at the Lakers bench. And Tommy Heinsohn is losing his fucking mind. Yeah. I remember the Celtics. The Celtics 08 run was... I watched was, every every game from 07-08. Yeah. yeah. Every game. Yeah. Um, my number one has to be just the 2018 Red Sox. Yeah. In a blanket. I'm going to pick three specific moments. But the first one was early as fuck in the season when it was Sox Yankees and Joe Kelly hit one of the Yankees and then he invited him to come out to the mound and fight him. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kelly then, fight club. Yeah, that was fuck I immediately perched I think that night, I think we watched that game or I showed you the thing or something. Yeah. We we and, watched it. And I immediately went on DHK and bought a Joe Kelly jersey yeah. that Dickie now has. Um <laughs> and then the Mookie Betts grand slam when it was like i think it was against the blue jays it was like midsummer it was yeah. the dog days of baseball and Again, i was probably watching with you eckersley was just like he was like the whole at bat mookie worked the count full he it was like a 13 pitch at bat and eck was like he's gonna get a hold of one he's gonna get a hold of one <laughs> and then mookie Dead. got a hold of one and eckersley was like it's time to party. <laughs> and it was just like one of the best home run calls ever. Yeah. And then the last moment was like just that 18 inning game in the World Series. Yeah. I was fucking awesome. Preposterous. I remember I had work the next day and I was texting my boss. And I was like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be a noodle tomorrow because I stayed up for this entire game. Like, yeah. what was I supposed to do? Go to bed? Yeah. No. I think I tried to go to sleep, and then I was just like, nah, it's not happening. Yeah. So. Wow. No, I, I remember that vividly because I was, like, with you a lot. Like, I was, like, chilling yeah. in the house, like, watching and everything. Um, I just have a couple. I got to let my dog out real soon. Um, so I'll quickly run down the rest of mine. Um, just kind of the king of the fourth IT in, uh, you know, just itself. Isaiah Thomas just. Yep, dominating every fourth quarter. The, the Adam game, the game yeah. when he played after his sister died. Yeah, after his sister, yeah, died. Um, after China died, amazing, like crazy yeah. to see all the the photos. To yeah. see, um, like after everything, like I believe it was like Shaq and Chuck on like Inside NBA were like, please, like do not mess with this. Like this man, like he's bent on him. Like they were like he's the greatest basketball player in the NBA right now because of yeah. that. Um, Adam Vinatieri wins the Super Bowl in 02 by like the wicked long kick. I think it was against like the Rams or something. Yeah. Um, Paul Pierce 
uh, is plays like the game of his life and is wheeled out, wheel, wheeled off the court in a wheelchair. Later to come out that he probably pooped his pants. Yep. And yep. He was just put in the wheelchair. Um, the Jeff Green salt quote where he Jeff Green hits the corner three um, after like with like 0.8 seconds left on like the the shot clock. Um, Harden fouling smart twice in a row with the final six seconds of the game. And we, we win by a point against yes. the Rockets yes. and the Rockets were like unbelievable. Um, 13 and Oh, uh, this is mainly Celtic stuff. 13 and Oh run against the Bucks ending with Tatum hitting a long three, turning around and high-fiving Paul Pierce. <laughs> um, and then actually this is another one that wasn't Boston. Um, Marshawn Lynch, hold my dick. Yes. All time. Yes. All time. All time. Sports moment. Um, I really went kind of off the top of my head, so I don't have a whole lot of honorable mentions, but, um, I don't know. One of the ones that always comes to my mind is, uh, when McGregor won and then he did the strut. That was a fucking fantastic, or also McGregor Khabib when they fought in the ring afterwards. Yeah, Um, that's a really good one. Every time Zdeno Chara gets in a fight, um, because he, there was one specific fight in which he like knocked the guy down and then he picked him back up and continued hitting him. Continued to punch him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tim, Tim, I would say Tim Thomas and just all of the Stanley, 2010 Stanley cup. Yep. Just Tim Uh, Thomas standing on his head. Uh, I think that was 11, but, um, Milan Lucic, uh, checking someone through the glass. Yeah. (laughs) Garden, uh, shattering the glass. That was fantastic. Um, Manny Ramirez, his whole existence. Yeah. Um, uh, Manny and Pedro. I was going to say Pedro. Pedro, first time, I remember <laughs> in my brain too, coming out with a blue glove. Just yep. being like, yeah. Just fucking elite. Manny. The, the, the smallest glove in the world. Manny allowing an inside the park home run because he insisted on cutting off one of Johnny Damon's throws. Um, <laughs> and then, or the time Manny took a piss in the green monster in, <laughs> during a, a pitching change. <laughs> <laughs> pizza pizza gate the the guy who threw the pizza, pizza and comes up every year pizza uh, the um, pizza throw, uh that was fucking awesome um what else the time manny just like accidentally put a divot in uh left field because he yeah. tried to like dive or slide. something and he was like a sliding <laughs> catch and just ate shit probably the time, no the, the time manny caught a fly ball in camden park in uh baltimore high-fived a fan, and then threw the guy out at first. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking incredible, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, Big Poppy doing anything, too. Again, like, I'm trying to think. What was the... It was this during the... fucking city was a yeah. incredible, obviously. I think it was, like, the 0-4 run, and Poppy, like, pimped a home run, like... Well, because Poppy us. was, like, the reason the Red Sox won the ALCS thing. Yeah. I think that's like, what I'm thinking. Walk-off hits... And it, like was just generally fantastic. Yeah, I remember I, I, vividly Bill Miller hitting grand slams from both sides of the plate as a yeah. switch hitter. Yeah, um, Adrian Beltre being on the team was fucking and Michael. Um, who else? Uh, the John Lester no hitter after he came back from cancer. That mm-hmm. was a big one. Um, Veritek and A Rod getting into it. The, the 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 glove to the face, so infamous, and then also the A Rod slap. <laughs> yes, the, yes, the, the playoffs. Yep, yep, that was big. Um, A Rod's uh, such a fucking chode. Yeah, 
Um, what else, man? There's so we could do this for like legitimate I know, hours. I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, Brady, also, Brady, Brady juking out Brian Urlacher in the open field. Brady to Moss against the Jets. Brady to Moss at any time. Yes. Ever. Yep. Um, the, the like whenever Gronk would get a like a little check down pass and then just push people and, and yeah. end up and like carry, a 50-yard gain. Carry two DBs on his back into the end zone. Yeah. 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 Um, the what was it? Um when the, revol- just, when the revolution oh never mind no 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 um, no fucking soccer <laughs> i don't know we like we, we could literally do this forever yeah all right i got to go let my dog out um xbox yeah maybe maybe um definitely later tonight though um so this has been the Trollstone podcast next time you hear from us we'll be talking about fucking Action Bronson, only for dolphins. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do um, a couple more um, music related things. Um, do you have anything to say to me, Duncan? No. I love you. You sure? What? What would I have to say to you? Happy birthday? Yeah. Good job. You just shut off your mic again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, this has been, you, you just gotta listen to me now. This has been the Trollstone Podcast. Keep it sleazy, and I'm out. Tell you cool cats and kittens.